highly heard the podcast where two best friends hip each other to new music break it down from a slightly skewed musician's perspective and record it just for you my name is rowan smith with me as always is the ever talented singer songwriter miss sybil chanel sybil how are you today third episode the third How you doing today? I'm, I'm doing pretty well. I like this the third episode of Highly Heard. Yes. I like that. It's a good it's it's a good little rhyme pattern. Mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm doing pretty well. Pretty swell. Yeah. How was your week? Well, how, how have your couple of weeks been? It's been a couple of weeks since we've been able to do this. We've, That's we've been, real. That's we've real. We've been busy. Like life got in the way of shit. Yeah. Yeah. So what'd you do? What did I do? Uh I've done a few things. I have acquired my very own black man. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. First step have, for that I one. Have, That's great. Yeah, I've acquired my very own black man. For those of you that don't know what that, that that have no idea what that means, I am I am I am seeing someone. Mm. Huzzah. Huzzah. Uh what else? Um I just recently picked up a weekly gig. Uh, at this little restaurant in Jatilly. Oh, all right, man. Which one? Uh, this place called the Juju Bag. Yeah, what are you um, doing over there? Me and the homies are just doing two hours. Who do you have with you? On Fridays. Uh, my homeboy Lawrence on bass. Um, my boy Hollis on drums. And uh, my friend Sebastian on keys. Right on, man. What kind of stuff are you doing? Uh, covers and originals. Um, it's more like... Uh, Neo soul. Oh, word. Funk. Oh, of course it is. Oh, yeah. Of course it is. Yeah, I forgot not even I funk. To. Not even funk. It's neo soul, soul, alternative <laughs> R&B, if you will. That's great, man. Yeah, man. That's fun times. Awesome. They also feed me well. Yeah. Uh, isn't it great when that's part of the guarantee? Oh, man. You get food. Yes. Mm, I love it. You pay me and there's food. And you feed me. Yes. Like, it's a perfect, it's a very good relationship. Yeah, man. You know, I wish so, my I wish my romantic relationships were like that. Like, yo, you pay me and you feed me. You know what? Big up to this one. Anyway, um, Wait, oh, word? I've, I've uh, word? no man. I've I'm really I, in the past in the past few weeks. I have uh, acquired, established two really awesome relationships. That's great, man. I'm That's cheesing. Great. Congratulations, I'm, cheesing. Sib. I'm glad things are going well. Yeah, man. I'm cheesing. I also got a pressure washer. Wow, grown up shit. Yo, I pressure wash my shit. my like driveway and like my stairs and shit. And I know that's like mad cheesy and probably like some old folk shit, but like yo, huh. that shit is dope. It was so peaceful and awesome. I'm pretty happy times right now actually. Good, man. Happier than I've been in a moment. Really? Yeah. Well, yeah. I've known you for quite some time. That's saying something. I know we both we both have our ups and downs and i'm glad that you've been on a sustained up Up, for a little while man that's fucking great man i've been smiling for at least a month and a half or so good baby maybe a little bit more maybe like two three months i've been kind of smiling man man. i'm I'm happy for you man that's great that's great (laughs) how are you bro man i'm hanging in there i'm working a lot hanging in a really i picked up a really big client last week what kind of client um I don't know if I should say just yet. Well, I'm not asking who, but like, uh, like a, a client like doing a, what? Like for your graphic design yeah, stuff? Yeah, for graphic design stuff, ah. for, my, for my art stuff. Yeah. Um, I'm designing I'm designing something for a local somebody, you know? Right. I don't want to talk about it too much because it hasn't happened yet. So I don't want to, you know, Word. That's I don't want to cool. blow it up before it happens, man. So I've been doing that a lot over the last few weeks. I went out of town, took my daughter up to see my family. Uh, back up in Pennsylvania. And How's that? It was great. We did the whole thing. We did the whole thing. Like, uh, 
went to I tried to get her on the oldest roller coaster in Pennsylvania. It's like the oldest wooden roller coaster. Mm-hmm. That and sounds kind of scary. It it kind of <laughs> is, but like anyway. So we went home. We did that whole thing. That was fun. Hi, um, mom. What else am I working on? Your face. My face. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, my uh, my music group Neon Void has a new single coming out this week on this. This is what it'll be August eleventh. No, what's what's Friday? The, uh, hold on, let me look at that. Let me look because I can pull up a calendar. Speaking of Neon Void, yeah, you did the graphic. Graphic, did the graphics for that for one that too. too. Yeah, the nice cover. fresh. Oh, and you know what? Congrats to your partner in that, uh, Jess Hudak. She's like about to have yeah. a little one, right? Jess is getting ready to. to she's like have getting ready to like have a baby. Yeah. Like, like not like happening. she's not pregnant. Like she's about to have a baby. It's happening. Yeah. Big ups like, to Jess Hudak, man. Uh, beautiful. Stayed beautiful her entire pregnancy. Kept it together. Uh, you are correct, Broham. By the way. Friday is the 11th. Friday is the 11th. So our newest single, it's called Brighter Than Ever, comes out August 11th, Friday. iTunes and anywhere that MP3s are sold. So we got a lot of things going on uh, as far as you know projects between the two of us. Also, mm-hmm. you and I are hitting the stage at Ogden Museum oh, yeah, this yeah, yeah. Thursday definitely, with the with Asylum, Asylum Chorus. Yeah. We're doing that. That's um, going to be fun. That's going to be a fun gig. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, the, like, the uh, I like the acoustics in there. In there. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be fun. Yeah. Um, so anyway, come out and, and see us. See Sybil Chanel or the Asylum Chorus or MC No One. MC No One, right? Like, you know, look for stuff that we're doing. We're out there. We don't. We talk about the music a lot, which is what this podcast is about. But we also want to like personalize this thing and like yeah. let y'all get to know us like essentially we want it to feel like a group fucking dialogue hit us up on twitter and let us know what you think yeah about like what the music the music and what we said about the music are we full of shit do you do you, are you on our side what do you you know yeah you know also you like just holla in general whatever you want to say like if you just want to say hi say hi and how, how do they find us on twitter uh you can find us on twitter at heard highly Heard highly. Heard highly. Right. Uh, highly heard was taken. Fuckers. Whoever that was. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. Just just check us out, man. Yeah, man. Hit us up. Google us. Mm-hmm. Something will come up. Please hit us up. We'll hit you back. Yeah. But yeah, we're going to tell you. We're going to start to talk about what's going on in our lives and about yeah. our gigs and all that type of stuff. So if you want to get to know us, now is your chance. Now's the time. Um and also, you know, follow us on social media. Those five-star reviews really help us out on uh, on iTunes. Definitely. So, anyway, let's get into what we're here for, Sybil. What record did I give you this week? Uh, this week, you gave me uh, an album entitled Love the Giant, which you told me was Love the Monster, by right. the way. yeah. <laughs> you gave me the album Love the Giant, uh, which is a duet album uh, collaboration. a collaboration that's what i'm looking for thank you it's a collabo album uh between david byrne and saint vincent david byrne i think is most known for being the the uh, lead singer and uh i guess like mastermind essentially yeah. behind the talking talking heads, heads. which was a, right. a super 
popular band in the 80s. Was it also in the 70s? It might Can't have been, speak for the 70s. It, it might have you know, been like they may have had a little crossover in late and, 70s, but early they, 80s. But, but it was definitely so. 80s was when they yeah was when they were they were part of the whole CBGB scene in yeah. New York. With uh, it was kind of like the punk new wave crossover was happening at CBGBs, and they were a part of that. So that's what's that time frame? Like it's uh, late seventies, early eighties. Okay, yeah. So yeah, you know they were they were big during that time, um, and then he has gone on to do a fuck ton of other so projects. So many solo um, records so with many a great bunch of records. other people. He's written a bunch of tunes for people. Um, there was another album that he did. Uh, it's a Brazilian album. Um, it's basically an album that he compiled. That album is called Brazil Classics. I think volume one, Beleza Tropical. So it's a cover album? It's not even, no, he's not. It's just these old Brazilian songs that he just compiled into this and like put out this record. Oh, he's not singing He's on not it. singing on it at all, which oh. is why you're like, oh, when I say David Byrne, and then I'm like, yeah, but I so like this you... album, but he's not singing on it. He's right. just dope music that he put together and put out and presented to a different audience mm-hmm. because it had his name attached to it people checked it out you know what i mean right but it's a it's a killer compilation <laughs> see that's dope because david byrne being the music connoisseur that he is and the artist that he is putting his name and ba- the fact that he has a name that he can back that kind of music with speaks to his longevity and the kind of uh, musician and person that he is that's why, regardless of his singing abilities, I will always be down for David Byrne. Okay. It, his voice is like when you go and visit your like friend's house, like you go over there to like practice for a school play or work on a project. Yeah. And her dad and his friends are in the living room jamming out. <laughs> David Byrne that. is that I dad. He's the dad, and he's like singing his ass off. All his homies are like playing whatever they're playing, and he's just like singing down, man. I would love to have David Byrne as a dad. David Byrne, will you be my dad? Yo, bro, I'm sure he. I'm I'm pretty sure he's a cool dad. I'm just saying, bro. He sounds like, oh, that's just my dad jamming out. Don't worry about it. Yeah, and so I guess would Saint Vincent be his like precocious daughter? Maybe, and more slightly more like vocally talented slightly more i've not been a fan of her either so like dude when you said this yo i'm gonna be honest with you when you suggested this album and you told me like who it was mm-hmm. a part of my soul died <laughs> i was like why <laughs> why are you testing me this way <laughs> what the fuck are you doing well, I'm sorry it was so bad for you, man. Like, I, I wanted you to like the record. I thought that you'd find something in it. Bullshit. Maybe in, maybe in Bullshit. the music. You said it in the last episode. Band. You said, I think you're going to hate this album. Well, because You it, knew it. No, I said, but I wanted you to like it. I wanted you to find something that you enjoyed. Let's find out what you thought. What's the first track you want to talk about? All right. So, uh, the first song I want to talk about is uh, um, I Am an Ape. I Am an Ape. <clears throat> Of the man who won the war 
statement about the album uh-huh. i do enjoy the horns yeah and the horn usage good in this album okay good that, i do I, that's the i part respect I, that that's the part I that totally i totally do like. that's i totally I respect like. it i love that the horns <clears throat> are everything and when i say that they're everything they are all of the filler and the chords and uh-huh. the you know they're i feel like uh they're they're doing what a guitar would do. They're doing what the keyboard would do. Like they're they're that, and I like that. They are the melody. Yeah. Um. And they're also, uh, at times, the 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 bass, the rhythm section. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. It's it's dope. Did you did you come across the reasoning that they used a brass band throughout the entire record? It was because they wanted to make an album where they could. They wanted to make an album and make music essentially that they could perform anywhere on the spot without having to go through anything. They didn't want to use, they didn't want to have to use like amplifiers and things of that nature. Mm. Although, old girl plays guitar she does. and thus does have to use an amplifier, but I guess they felt like one or two. more like PA systems. Type of thing. The, okay. Yeah. Um, they, wanted to, they wanted to be able to perform in smaller clubs without big PA systems, essentially. Ah, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, that part, that part is cool. And I really enjoy the instrumentation on this record. I will say that. Good, man. Boom. That's one of my let me, favorite. Let me get that off my breast yeah. up front. So, about the song. Yeah. Um, I do dig the entrance. Mm-hmm. The intro is it's dope. It's very dramatic. Mm. This album is very dramatic. It is. Um, so it pulls me in because I'm like, okay, well, where's this gonna go? Like, there's a story. It's like, okay, there's a statue of a man who won a war, and there's a dad, and he's like, okay, and then it just. It, it goes to like he's running down a hill on Christmas Day and then it goes to I am an ape wait wait I lost it I was like I, I lost I'm not following now I'm not following I thought we had a story I thought you were gonna tell me what this man was doing running down the hill on Christmas Day and now we're an ape right so I was thoroughly confused about it mm-hmm. and it, it kind of annoyed me because I'm like well wait a minute man you pulled me in. Where are you going? Second verse. Second verse is comparable. It's like it. It's it's more of a story. Uh-huh. And then boom, we get back to being an ape. Now, in thinking about it being a war theme thing, I'm thinking maybe I'm a gorilla of at, at gorilla war. warfare, possibly. I'm and or, so I'm or it could running. just be a a, a a powerful metaphor. Maybe you know, I, I was trying to I was trying animals. to give it something like, uh, hey, who knows, man? David Byrne is like that. War themed. I'm a gorilla running right. <laughs> to. I don't know, man. But other than that, I, that that's the only thing that now makes sense to me. But sure. other than that, yeah, I didn't David understand Byrne, it. He's <clears throat> he gets uh, he gets very artistic and almost he he is kind of like a, a performance artist in a way, not just with his stage performance, but also in his lyrics. They're very they can be ethereal and very um, very descriptive 
figurative and metaphorical. Yeah. And so you kind of have to like, okay, he says this, but he means this, or he also leaves things open to interpretation. So I think, I think this is an open to interpretation thing Quite or something possibly. because I, I didn't it's understand there, that. Man. I didn't understand it. I was it's like, wait, all right. So we have this story and this is what we're going to do. Wait, that's not quite mm-hmm. the, ah, so that kind of bothered me lyrically. Um, but I will, I have a compliment for the lyricism. Yeah. Um, it is, it's, it's well-written in mm. that it's thought out. It's not, it's, it's, it's a rarity now mm-hmm. to have someone like really write out lyrics, like sure. lyrics, lyrics. Like this is, it's, it's poetry at times. It's a story at times. And I may not always follow it, but at least, you know, like there's, I know he thought about everything that he wrote. Yeah. So like, yo, his lyricism is there. Yeah, there is lyricism. It's amazing. So that's, that's that. But like, yo, I didn't follow this. So I got a little annoyed with that. Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So that's, that's that song. Right on. The, mu- the, the music in it though. Yes. Yeah. Again, I, that, that's going to be my overall. I would agree. It's you know, a weird tune. Feeling about it. It's weird. It conjures, it conjures images though. It really it does. does. Like it, it really gives you some very interesting uh, visual images to kind of contemplate. And I like to think that the ape thing is just a, a descriptive of a powerful, you know, using the description of a powerful animal um, as a metaphor for a powerful person. Okay. Um, um, speaking of creating visuals, yeah. Uh, the next song I'd like to talk about is The One Who Broke Your Heart. Some work on your face And in that struggle for freedom Everyone looks the same That's right And everybody is pregnant And everybody's in pain We're all pushing and shoving To make those So uh, this tune, I um, again I like the intro. Uh-huh. Um, I like the harmonies on this between him and uh, old girl uh, yeah. Saint Vincent um, on the hook right here. Um, I like the I like the vibe of this tune. It's, it's a very fun one. yeah. The, it's, the, it's it's really festive. The hook gives me Ricky Ricardo hmm. like. <laughs> And I just see like a babaloo. I just see the whole shit. You know what I mean? Like I see the whole big band situation. Like, yeah, it gives me that vibe. This song makes me happy. Um, Good. But to go back to the visuals thing and the reason why we went to this song, there's a line in this song right here where he says we're standing naked outside, outside of a small, small cafe. cafe. Yo, I don't want to fucking think about this man naked, bro. They're not. Yo, see, that's just it. I don't care. He's like not the saying... first thing that pops into my mind. He's like, and we're standing, and I just saw him, and I'm like, yakuza. To me, to me, it sounds like he's meeting someone and they are being completely honest with each other and open with each other so much so that they're naked and that he's saying, am I what you thought I was? Am I heaven or hell? Like, here I am naked. What do you like? What do you think? Not literally naked, but emotionally naked. Again, this is David Byrne we're talking about. He is not literal. Fair enough. Sometimes he is. Fair enough. But keep in mind, again. 
You don't want we're to think going, about David Byrne. Well, naked no, we're, but we're also dad. we're also going off like we're going off like we're going off my initial impressions off this album. Sure, because yeah. like. Yo, this album, to be honest, this album was a hard listen for me. Yeah. Because of my strong feelings about this man's voice. I get it. And, like, I don't really dig Old Girl, uh, uh, St. Vincent. Mm. So, but but I will say that there are times on this album for me where she is like, uh, I appreciate her. There's, like, moments where she's, like, fresh air to me. Um, and and so there's definitely, I, I understand it. Yeah. I, I totally get and can appreciate the differences, the contrast in their voices. Um, so yeah, but, I don't know that I don't know that I'm a huge fan of the way that their voices interact with each other, because um, they're both very plain voiced to mm-hmm. me. There's nothing spectacular Mm-mm. about either one of them. But what I really like, but about they hone this, each other. Their voice to me, their voices are like ghosts that kind of circle each other. Sure, I get that. Yeah, but for me, the for me, their interaction artistically is what makes this project so cool. It's not necessarily the way they sound voice-wise together. It's what their ideas do together. And, and their arrangements that they come up with and the way that her guitar interacts with the, the horns, the horns mm-hmm. and the way that their vocal ideas work together, their melody ideas work together. It's, it's just a really interesting record. I'm not saying this is the greatest record. I'm not saying that I'm the biggest fan of it, but I think it's one of the more interesting records that I own. And that's one of the reasons I passed it along. Fair enough. Yeah. But yeah, man, like regardless of whether or not he's speaking of literal nudity or not, um, <laughs> when I heard that line, yeah. that was the visual. The uh-huh. immediate visual was <laughs> this dude ass naked. And I was he's like, a handsome fellow oh, for that man. age. Anyway, I was like, oh, man, no. Yeah, so that's that song. Love the horns. Again, general theme. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. Love the horns. And that's going to be, I I get the feeling that that that's that's, going to be across the board. Yeah, Yeah, that's going to be my thing. Love the horns. I will. I, uh, I don't so that, feel like so I that can one line, that understand one that. line took you completely out of the song. Huh? No, it didn't take me completely out of the song. Uh-huh. I'm just saying it just uh, it just fucked me up. I see. I, it, we were I, the whole reason that we went to this song is because I was talking about visuals, or you mentioned visual, mm-hmm. and that was the fucked up visual that I got from this song. I like. I love the energy of that song. It's so. It's it's so a really uplifting. nice. The, the vibe and, of it is great. And not there's only another that, line oh, that I like in it. There's another line that I like in the song, um, and it uh, it's like sing aloud mm-hmm. it'll keep you safe and warm yeah i love that line yeah that's real life to me right that's right. that's real life to me like i think there are times when singing is the only thing is the only thing yeah it's the only thing that makes me yeah you know what i mean like and i, I mean agree. like i'm talking about like singing in my car like i might be having a fucked up day singing to myself in my car I at agree. times is the only way yeah. that i feel I, better i agree 100 percent. so that line that also took me. That's that line. I was like, yes, "Yo, indeed. bucks with that. Yeah, That's real life to for me. sure. Sing aloud. It'll keep like you safe and warm." I feel like this whole song is like uh, a tutorial on getting over a broken heart. Somehow, like sing along with the one who broke your heart. Yeah, sing yeah. aloud. It'll keep you safe and warm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then during the verses, they're talking about how everyone is running faster and faster no one's holding the wheel like life is so crazy and heavy and depressing and stressful and then the hook 
it gets festive again the horns kick in it goes minor to major and it says sing aloud it'll keep you safe and warm it's like advice on how to get through mm-hmm. it you mm-hmm. know I, I can it. I can go with that, but yeah, I appreciate the vibe of this song. I told you it gives me the Rick Ricardo feel. Sure, I yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. The song this song overall makes me happy. Right Fucked on. up visual included. Right on. Um, What's the next one you want to talk? The about? next one, uh, the forest awakes. Ah, uh, I like this tune. I like this one. parts of these songs are the very beginning i can agree to that yeah there's a lot of nice intros on this a lot of dramatic build-ups i agree on this on this album um i like this tune Uh uh-huh i i like what her voice brings to this yeah i like the melody she brought to Mm. this this uh, this song is this song is interesting. Yeah, it is. I mean, like, right? yeah, it's it's really interesting to me. Um, her voice is not my fave, but I do feel that it, it her voice in this this track or these this this music complement each other well. Mm-hmm. They do work together um, nicely. The, the the way she chose to fit herself into it is is a nice yeah. It's a nice it, it it's a nice juxtaposition with the horns. Uh, there's a there's a an eeriness to this mm. that the music and her voice and her guitar like, playing yeah that they all bring to that, together yeah. that's pretty freaking cool beats I agree um, there is a lyric in this one that I like yeah um, she says something along the lines of my heart is a simple equation I like that yeah I don't know why I like that I like that that that's I don't believe it that's, but, that's okay. something in your face um, <laughs> that's something that I thought was pretty cool I don't know I like that line. I really did. Yeah. I like that line. It's cute. Um, and then there's this part where she's like, uh, again, another reference to music. She's like, uh, with beautiful works and beautiful people, a song is a face, is a mountain. Um, Man, she's great. Now, what I like about that, it, it's a face, it's a mountain. I'm like, okay. But what I gather from that is like, music is everything. Like, with the right people and the right, like, music can be anything and everything it can be whatever you feel whatever you need it to be it could be the face of someone you love it could be a fucking mountain that mm. fucking protects you from some bullshit it could be anything is all i'm saying sure and i dug that line i i appreciated that it's beautiful so yeah there's this and i like this this becomes like fairy tale music to me yeah yeah again this album this album brings so many like the, the music in this thing like it's just a re- it's really dramatic it's it goes from being like a soundtrack to like something like Dark Crystal for me mm. to being like 
fairy tale shit. It's cinematic. Yeah, it's, it's cinematic. Thank yeah. you. That's what I was it's looking cinematic. for. It's really cinematic. It gives me it really scenes. Is. It gives me a variety of scenes. It does. It, it you know? conjures visuals. Many, in many, one's many mind. visuals. Really I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I think uh, perfect for, for listeners like us. Yeah. Uh, when this kind of stuff, not just. When it's not just a pleasure, pleasurable listening experience and, and it creates a vibe and everything, but when it also conjures mental images and takes us places, mm-hmm. um, especially when you're susceptible to that kind of thing anyway. Word. You know what I'm saying? Word. It's, uh, it's a plus. I love this kind of shit. So yeah, I, I, I like this tune. Um, uh, the next one, Buddha, Buddha, Buddha. Buddha, 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 Buddha. No, it's not that song. Ha ha. <laughs> Um, I should watch TV. I should watch TV? Yeah. I used to think that I should watch TV. I used to think that it was good for me. Wanted to know what folks were thinking to understand the land I live in. And I would lose myself and it would set me free. So this song, I like, I like everything about it, or like not really? everything about it, because I don't like Homie's voice, <laughs> but the music and the arrangement, I like. Yeah. Um, I like the lyrics. I love the. You know, theme. I love, I love the yeah the theme. I I like I like everything about this song mm-hmm. minus Homie's voice. I'm gonna agree with you. I like everything about this song. But I also like his voice. I've always liked David Byrne. There's something comforting about his voice. But I'd also, uh, for me, just because I grew up with him. But I also feel like it adds to the weird tension of the ideas in the song. I think it goes well with it. His voice adds to my weird tension. <laughs> I get that. I get but that. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm good with the song. Sure. I am. Um, Overall, man. Yeah, overall, what do you think about this this whole project? <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Of um, David Byrne and St. Vincent love this giant. <coughs> overall, I like the use of the horns throughout. Uh, the album is very cinematic, like you said. It gives me a soundtrack mm-hmm. to so many things. There's times, there's like a couple songs where it sounds like there's a couple songs where it sounds like an elementary school play but with like skilled musicians Mm. (laughs) there's moments when it gives me movies there's moments when it gives me oh uh what's dude's name um the director fantastic mr fox um um um, wes anderson yeah this is kind of this sounds like music that would be in a wes anderson movie to me i like wes anderson movies but yeah like like yeah this it just gives me it, it it's it's very it's a very imaginative project it really is right that's a and good way I to put it and i think that it in my and with my experience or in my experience it's imaginative thus it makes the listener become imaginative because sure. you kind of get these 
you kind of get these ideas and these visuals from it. It's pretty descriptive of whatever. Mm-hmm. And it does, in fact, take you some goddamn where. You may not know where you're going or why the fuck you ended up where you're at, but <laughs> you went somewhere, you know? Um, to be perfectly honest, you could do some sort of psychedelic and, like, yeah. vibe the complete fuck out on this album. You could take a psychedelic and do what? Vibe the complete fuck out. <laughs> the complete fuck. Yeah, on this album. <laughs> like, you could, like, do mushrooms and ride unicorns I'm on this it. album. I'm down for mushrooms and unicorns. You know what I'm saying? Let's like, you could happen. ride unicorns through double rainbows on this album. That's one of, I think that's a good album name. Is y- unicorns Mushrooms and, and Unicorns. Y- mushrooms and Unicorns. And, okay. uh, but I'm yeah. down for that. I think that's a really good way to describe this record. But it, you could also be in fucking any of the mm-hmm. world wars in this album, which would then be a fucked up trip. But uh, yeah. Yo, yo, wait a minute. Huh, mm-hmm. I know what this album gives me. What's that? This album gives me this fucking movie that sucked all the balls. I can't even remember the name of it, but it's worth a Google. It was this m- Sucker Punch. Sucker, Sucker Punch. Punch. Sucker really? Punch. Sucker Punch. Why would this movie? Why would this remind you of that movie? Yo, because Sucker oh, because Punch. The movie looked great, but suck, had no substance. Well, what? it was it was just like this weird, trippy ass fucking movie. It, it was. Yeah. That was like it was like live action anime. It was. I don't know. It was, it was beautifully it was, executed pile of shit. Like yeah, it was. It was really well. I don't know. It, it was, was beautiful. It, it, the movie was the like it wasn't the, good. It, it's I, yeah, but it was like. It was just it was just this really weird, trippy visual mm-hmm. thing. It was beautiful, yeah. And it was really imaginative. It wasn't as cohesive as this album, I guess, but it was pretty it was it was an imaginative movie. Like sure. you know what I mean? Like there was so this 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 kind of gives me sucker punchy. Like if this were a movie, it'd be a better a better written uh sucker punch. <laughs> right on. You know what I mean? For me, like, it's way more Wes Anderson. It's way more quirky. It's less slick and and stylized than what you're describing. Vi- my, the visuals I get are very quirky, very indie, very like. There's very, moments. There's it's, moments it's of not that. Not as slick as as what you're describing right now. But uh, yeah, I really like this record. But if we had to rate it now previously on our previous episodes we've done like one through five i don't feel like there is enough gray area there for descriptive gray area <laughs> i don't feel like there's enough gray area there for the descriptives that we like to use so or and, and for as deep as we want to get with the records so uh we we've discussed it and i think we're going to do school grades you want to try that out for a little while see how that suits the podcast let's do it all right, so if you had to grade this record, what would what school grade would you give this record? Uh, can I get a drum roll, please? Um, I would give it a... You know what? I'd give it a B plus. A B plus? Wow. I'd give it really, a, a B plus. That is way higher than what I thought you would give it. Right? Way higher. Because right? I know your disdain for David Byrne's voice is so it's super strong and so it's, deep. Yeah, it is. That uh, I'm surprised you got that high on it. Um I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna I'm giving it that grade because that's that's the grade I can give it when I um when I disregard ah, my dislike for, for his voice. 
his voice okay, so put, and for St. Vincent's. Okay, so put your disdain for their the sound of their voices back into the equation. What grade does the record get? A D. A B? A D. A D? D. D as in dog. As in the D big, as in don't. The big D. D as in don't. Don't <laughs> sing, David. Don't. <laughs> Just write, bro. Write and like produce some shit, man, because yeah. you're good. But don't sing, David. Don't. That's D as in that. D as in don't sing, David. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, like, it, again, I, you know, I realize that that's total personal preference thing. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get past that. Yeah. Enough, enough to say, yo, it's a B plus because it's, it, it's, 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 it's well done. Yeah. It's a well executed album. It's a piece of art to me. Like it, it's not, you know, it's more. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, it's, it's definitely. more concept than a, than a tangible Yeah. Thing. It's, it's definitely, it's artistic as fuck. Yeah. Right. I'm going right. to give it that. Mm-hmm. It's artistic as fuck. And that's why I like it And so that's much. why I'm giving it a B plus. B plus. It doesn't get the full A because it is David Byrne singing. Yeah. And it is St. Vincent uh-huh. singing. And it is David Byrne singing. <laughs> and it is David singing sure. so but yeah it gets a solid b plus because it's wow. it's well done i'm so i'm so surprised because we're gonna i think it's well done i think we matched up again um this is a solid b plus record for me really i really thought we were gonna have way more of a discrepancy on this oh and i have one other thing one other yeah. reason that it's not okay. um you know i was jo- i was joking around about his voice and it being like four i mean like three of the four reasons sure, sure. but i will say this there are moments where i do not understand the lyrics uh-huh. while i can appreciate the depth of them i don't always uh grasp the cohesiveness mm-hmm. of those right fantastically deep lyrics <laughs> so um because of that i will also that's also why it doesn't get the solid the, the a it doesn't gotcha. hit that a a frame sure. a range okay. for the sybil all right so that's a B plus for both of us for this record. Ah. So uh, B plus still means it's worth a listen. I mean, let me does. just say this: every album that we check out is worth a listen for because sure. you are going to form your own opinion, which we would like to hear and know about. Um, but yeah, this this album we agree upon it. Ha! Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I'm, I'm definitely it a worth a listen. I really, lo- I've always loved David Byrne. While you're right, his voice isn't the greatest. It's something comforting to me. Um, this is my first experience with St. Vincent, and I was not disappointed with her either. I think she is a very good female equivalent to David Byrne, I would say. I could, They're both I could, equally I see artistic. That. Yeah, both they worked well pretty, together. They're pretty much just the facts kind of singers. Yeah, they um, worked well together. And I like her guitar playing. It's very odd, and, and but, but schooled, very learned. She's mm-hmm. very good. At, at what she does and so is he I, I love this piece of art so B plus all around listen to it folks listen to it with an open mind please um, no expectations listen maybe listen to all music with, with an, an open, open mind, mind. right right it. but you know like have no expectations and just just be open to the experience that's, I would, that's I would what agree I, with that that's what I'm I glad say. you liked the record so much Sybil I really am <clears throat> the record that you gave me this week what did I give you you gave me uh, I gave you that look for your phone, huh? You gave me the look for my phone. <laughs> the album done by. I just want to point out that uh, your dog is really adorable right now. Oh, she's laid out. She's All right. asleep. All right. So you gave me Gabriel Garzon Montano. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. 
and uh, the album is called Bishone Alma del Huila is that pronounced properly I have no idea it sounds I, like it I, could I be right think, I think that's pretty I'm close I'm probably wrong that's I'm pre- sorry if I'm butchering you know, it we, we mean no harm folks Bichon, we mean no harm Bichonne Alma del Huila I thought uh, it was Bichon but hey whatever you might well, be right that's, that's like Bichonne because there's an accent over the E Alma del Huila uh, so the first track I want to talk about on this record is 6-8 yo this is my favorite track So this track is called 6-8. It opens the album. Uh, I'm going to say that this is the best that this record gets. It opens strong and beautifully, and it got my attention right away. And then uh, I was waiting for that feeling to hit me again throughout the rest of this album. Ooh, um, I am going to say that this is definitely a high point and a strong opening mm-hmm. um, for this album. I love, love, love this line. Oh, it's a beautiful line. The fucking line, yo. Rock it's me beautiful. real slowly. Put a bib on me. I'm just like a baby drooling <laughs> over you. you. The Listen things you do. Yeah. It's cool. It's cool. But that's like smooth and the track is that's smooth. That's all right. So you gave me the hook. Where's your verse? I like the way it there builds. Is no verse. There is no verse. Now, no. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. But if you go somewhere musically, then I'm not going to be mad at you for that. But he goes nowhere musically. This thing starts really strong, goes up a couple notches and plateaus, and just kind of stays there. It doesn't really go higher or lower again. It just keeps repeating the same thing. It's a beautiful thing that it's repeating. And it's a mood. It's definitely got a vibe to it. But... See, and this bass line comes in, and it gets no higher than that. It doesn't change. There's zero chord change. There's no real bridge. It's just a hook over and over again. Uh, but again, a beautiful hook. When I first heard it, I honestly thought it was a female. I was like, I was like, okay, I hope this chick is singing the whole record because she sounds Cause I like great. Her. She sounds great. I was like, she's giving me some Nina Simone. I'm like, I like this. And then I realized it was him. And uh, I was also kind of let down because he doesn't do this again throughout the rest of the record. He doesn't give me this. What is this? Because this feeling vocally. The rest of the record, it's not as pretty. It's more affected. It's more kind of everyman and straightforward. Like the dude can sing, and it's it's nice, but it's not like uh, I'm I'm never blown away by his voice. No, ever. he's got a cool voice. I'm not saying that he's like the world's greatest singer, but his here we go with this mood vibe shit again mm-hmm. but yo he is a great vibe creator Absolutely. great vibe creator this song that's what this is this song for me is like 
Yo, this is like when I was like mad young sexy. and like geeked out about somebody and yeah. we had sex to music. Right, right yeah. It's yo, a sexy this song. was the this was the yo, it's about to I happen. Am, like I said, I'm not mad yo. at this song. It's sexy. Uh I just don't it just doesn't no, it, it doesn't. Me up and it doesn't. Me it doesn't go anywhere. It just no. keeps you in the same vibe. Yeah. So for me, in saying that this song is sexy, to me, this song is like, I'm gonna keep it sexy with it. Mm-hmm. This song is like, homeboy was like, with his girl or whomever, with his with his folk, uh-huh. like getting it down, and like he hit that sweet spot. <laughs> And he just like fuck it, I'ma stay there. Yeah. You like it, and I'm just gonna I'ma stay in this sweet spot, uh, and I'ma keep you feeling right yeah. until you get to where you wanna go. Nah, you need to elevate it. You need notch. You need to notch it up just right in the right way. You gotta notch it up in the right way. Uh, and he doesn't do it. He finds a good stroke, and he just kind of stays there. He doesn't really. He doesn't improve on the well, stroke. He, he, he finds you that good stroke, and then the stroke, he like brother. he like now he, he gets you have. good, and then he like he like brings it down and he takes you somewhere else. Since this, the next he's... song is a is a new position. Well, it's not even. Yeah. <laughs> well, he's since. I mean, this is his first EP. This came out a couple years ago on Stone's Throw, which is another reason why I was really excited because I love the people that are on this label. I rock with Stone Stone's Throw since the early two thousands, and uh, seeing that this record was on that, I was like, oh, that's exciting. Uh, so because he's in good company and um, again I was pleasantly surprised and then unfortunately slightly let down by almost every one of these songs they all start so strong and then just kind of level off uh, case in point Nija or Nasia not sure on that pronunciation sorry I'm probably butchering it but uh, this song kind of does the same thing as far as I can see, there's like water rippling me, praying for a breeze, for some water to rain on me, reaching for a hand, searching for my caravan, thought I saw the man, just my own footsteps in the sand. Again, the song starts out really strong. Uh, I love the lyrics on this particular track. I feel like it's probably the strongest he is lyrically on this album, on this EP. Okay. Um, I will say that this song is also like all the rest of them on this EP in that it doesn't move anywhere. It's pretty static. He's a multi-instrumentalist. I think his strength is his bass playing. Because that's usually the most interesting thing. Besides his vocal melodies, I do not necessarily dig what he does lyrically. But vocally, on the other hand, the, that's not even super impressive. It's the melodies he picks to sing. The melody that he's rocking right now, this weird kind of jazz thing. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. Very cool. I love his approaches. Yeah, it's, it's His unexpected. approaches to all the songs on this album make me pretty happy. Um, I also like that he uses his vocals to build the track. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Um, as I've mentioned in every other episode thus far, I really dig when people do like 
blue petals and what? Come to the microphone. When people, I really like when people um, use voice pedal, uh, voice pedals, use vocal effects mm-hmm. and loop pedals and things of that nature. I'm a big fan of that, and he does that he again. Does, he does it, and I think he does it not well. A lot. Nah, not it a happens. Lot. It he happens uses, a bit. He uses them as a. And he also loops his his, his instruments arsenal. too. But yeah, I uh, I really I dig that. I dig. The way that he does that, I like how he builds songs. So these are the things that made, or that make this album good for me. Yeah. He's not a super strong lyricist. I do uh, appreciate the visuals on this. The first line in this song immediately gives me a visual. Mm-hmm. She wrote a hummingbird. What? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wait like a minute. I said, this, like, this bam, one, I see that. He's here's the thing. He's a very young guy with interesting ideas i think the older he gets he's gonna just get better at his lyric writing until then i'm still a huge fan of his melodies that he chooses to sing his lyrics in they're really really interesting uh he uh yeah i agree i agree his 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 melodies are interesting his i I feel like his approach is dope i really almost feel like Though sometimes he shouldn't even sing the lyrics. I think just sing the melody that you have there. Sing an ooh or an ah in that melody, and I think the song would benefit from it sometimes. Not all the time, but I think that's something that I think drop some of those corny lyrics that you need to grow grow into a little bit and just sing those cool fucking melodies you got. Eh, let him go ahead on and sharpen his lyric pencil, if well, you will. Again, I'm not mad at uh, it. The guy obviously knows what he's doing. Drake sampled his the first track on the CP six eight for his song. What was that song called? Uh, Jungle. Jungle. So for a guy that is singing everybody else's hooks, uh, to sample someone for one of his hooks is kind of a big deal. So I guess. Uh, and I mean, he know. sampled this guy, and this guy, like a lot of people have no idea who this guy is, but this guy has done. Some cool shit. He did get sampled by Drake. He was the opening act for Lenny Kravitz on his last tour, the Strut tour, which is kind of a big fucking deal. Oh, that's a big deal. Um, yeah. You know, but through, despite that, this dude is still pretty low key. Mm-hmm. He um, just put out a new album. Yeah. Uh, I'm not familiar with that just yet. Jardin. This, this I is, think my is first, the name of it. Okay. I'll check it out. This is my first uh, experience with this guy. Um, but I kind of feel like, again, he, he could grow into his lyric writing and his themes, the things he chooses to write about. Case in point, uh, the next song I want to talk about, Everything is Everything, which, I mean, talk about a played premise. If you're making it 
baby don't complain This song starts out like the rest of them, like really, really good, really excited to hear it. Uh, the vocal percussion in the beginning is dope. The looping, like you were saying with the loop station, it's sick. And then the song kicks in and I'm excited still. I'm even more excited. As the song goes on, I'm waiting for it to go somewhere and it just kind of stays in that zone and never really goes anywhere else. True, but it's a funky zone. True, but it's a funky zone. Um, I agree. I this, agree. This is a very funky fucking track. Bro. It is, man, but oh. this is it. Like, this is it. He get, he blows his load at the top of the tune, and then it doesn't really go anywhere else. Look, there's a key change, nice little key change, and that's one of the only ones on the record. Um, but I love that. I love his backing vocals. Those are sick, and I feel—I almost feel like this whole record could have been that. Cause like this dope music with cool vocal arrangements over top, and his cool melodies that he comes up with, without the concepts like "Everything Is Everything," which has been done to death. It has been, right? Um, but I'm a—I'm a—I'm a kind of, kind of. Let it slide. No, not even that. I mean, I, I fucks with it. So, but, but um, I'm gonna kind of. Hey man, I bought the take record. Take a Rowan. Like, I'm gonna I'm take a Rowan, uh, a Rowan type perspective and okay. say that this this track is sort of uh, yeah okay whatever all the stuff you said like uh-huh. but at the end of the day this track is sort of comfort food to me. This track is ah. like this track is like yeah grits made by my grandmother with just the right amount of cheese and butter I that I it. enjoy. I get it. And I'm just like, fuck it. Sure. I've had grits a million times, but I'm going to sit my ass right here and I'm going to enjoy this grits <laughs> with cheese and butter that my grandmother has made for sure. me a million times. And that shit is still good and still delicious. All right, well, And this time she might have put just a sprinkle of Tony Saturis <laughs> and I'm all right with it. Like, yo, man, I'm not I saying that you. homie is like killing it lyrically. I'm not saying that like homie is like i'm saying it's derivative and i've heard it before but there's a million things out there like that i just think that this sure. in that in if if we're if we're speaking of like derivative and whatever like there's a million of them that are You're out right. there like that yeah. i just feel like th- that that's the thing i'm gonna say i'm gonna feel like i feel like he's sprinkling at least he sprinkles a little tony saturies on it for me <laughs> at Look, least he he puts a little tony's on his grits for i me. get it i kind of feel like that tony that you're talking about i kind of that tony's i think it I, I don't know. I kind of feel like it's fake seasoning. I kind of feel like your boy is faking the funk just a little bit. Just a little bit. I think he went there. I think he's I got think, it in him. I think I, it's in he there. might. I don't know. Because I, mean, I, I, think, he's, I think he's pulling it off, I think man. he's schooled. I don't think that he... I don't think it's... I don't know. I got to hear the... I got to hear his new stuff. I want to see how he's progressed. He's really interesting. Like, he's he's got my attention for sure. I just wanted so much more out of this record because every song started out so great and then they didn't go anywhere after that All right. so that's that's gonna be like the main gripe about, about this entire the record. record like i could say that about every single song yeah that's my that's my main gripe is that and the fact that like uh again i kind of feel like sometimes he's faking the funk just a little bit if you know what i mean not like i'm snapping <laughs> along to this guy right but that's like, that's I, i'm into I'm, it i'm not talking again i'm not talking about musically i'm talking about no, his I, verbal I know delivery. that's what i'm saying like i don't i i really don't i don't feel that way i right feel on. that he is that's his way of 
approaching this it sounds genuine track. I, it, it works for me like it all works on the track like mm. I feel like I don't feel like any of it is contrived I right. don't feel like his voice or like his 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 voicing on this is that I'm into it right on well I, I got one more song I want to talk about and that song is keep on running playing is the strong is his strongest suit these bass lines are great they are nice this they bass nice group bass is really good they are and his melodies are unexpected they don't go where i think they're gonna go his lyrics on the other hand i'm always almost exact in my prediction of what his next rhyme is going to be I can always tell where he's going with his lyrics and his ideas, but I never know exactly where he's going with his melodies. The next note is always kind of a mystery, and that's I like that about him. He's pretty creative. He is. He's pretty creative. His, uh, his musical visions, if you will, mm-hmm. are pretty nice. They are. You know, this, this album, this album is, a, is a pretty good, to me, it's a pretty good expression of of him it's a pretty good not not of him i don't know him as a person let me change that Mm. it's a pretty good intro like i i want to know more about you i'd like to know more about you broham who are you who is this guy uh i mean i mean i'm definitely intrigued this album as a whole has my attention only because i'm like oh it's it's so close it's like it's so close to being a really great piece of work and that's the only reason that I'm pointing out my disappointment in it so much because I really kind of feel let down by you know what this could have been versus what it is I appreciate it for what it's it like is. a stack of pancakes man it's all very samey every song is very samey um, but, but still like, good but still good like yeah a stack of you know pancakes, like sometimes you know? Yeah. if you want pancakes yeah then, again back to the food thing uh, how hungry are you today Sybil? i'm almost hangry actually <laughs> it's time ladies and gentlemen but uh yeah i i get what you're saying i yeah. do um it's not there is there is a level of monotony to things but and and also just a level of of kind of i just I don't want to say immaturity because he's a really good player and he puts things together nicely, but I just kind of feel like his premises and and his the themes are just so run of the mill, have been done to death. It's grits. It's, it's grits, grits for me. Yeah. It's grits with cheese and butter. Been there. I've had yeah. it a bunch of times, um, but uh, yeah, Grandma still made it. Yeah, and I, I still ate it every time she made it. This is not a bad record. At at all it just could have been a lot more if i had to grade this album i'm gonna say mm, i'm gonna say a b minus this album just because of the lack of 
originality in the in the themes and the ideas and uh but the the overall vibe of the album is great you've got my attention man i'm definitely gonna check out your future works and i think everyone should check out the rest of this album buy it um support this guy he's interesting he's groovy uh i just think he's got some growing to do i'm interested to see where he goes Again, if you had to rate this record, if you had to grade the record, what would you give it, man? Again, I like the record. Yeah. This album is a driver for me. Mm. Um, what do I mean by driver? Uh, see episode two. <laughs> um, but yeah, this album is definitely a driver for me. It has been. Uh, it was in heavy rotation. Also, see episode two if you're wondering what I mean by that. Ha <laughs> ha. Um, so for that, I'm going to give this album a B a solid B solid this album B. makes me happy it's a it's feel it feels good to me um yeah there's room for improvement but it makes me happy it feels good to me I love the vibe overall um yeah I'm not mad at this sure it could be other things whatever whatever but I fucking like it yeah hands down it's a and good if homie came to new orleans or somewhere close and he was doing this album yeah. i'm going oh, i'm there i'm, I'm going there for sure. i'm going and i'm standing in the front and i'm singing six eight with him <laughs> and it's going down that's that's definitely my favorite track i'd be singing along with you um so i definitely gonna, say cop this album yeah I, for or, sure. or you know I'm, I'm not gonna say cop because i don't you know people may not buy stuff now i don't know no, what you guys fuck do that. Buy this but record. listen to buy this album records. Buy, buy the records. record yeah buy records buy this record buy fucking records um period this album great little piece of art could have been better um so to recap the whole episode i think we started with a b plus both of us for uh for David Byrne and St. Vincent? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Uh, St. Yeah. Vincent, David Byrne. B-plus album. Love this giant. Listen to it. B Love plus. this giant. Check it out. Buy it. And this record, uh, Gabriel Garzon Montano, uh, Bichon Alma del Huila. It's a good little EP, which I gave a B-minus. I give a solid B. Solid B. So both records are in the B-minus to B-plus range. Both worth a listen. Go pick them up. Uh, Sybil, I love talking with you every week, darling. I hope you keep doing this. I think we shall. We should. And uh, we're going to try to get... I should just eat before the episodes. Or maybe during. During, well, yeah, we could take breaks. Yeah. Um, We will be doing this more often. Hopefully, we're going to try to bank some episodes so we can get these out to you more. Because we are busy people. We're, We're working on stuff constantly creating things new and exciting things so please stick stick with us um fix stick fix stick fix get yeah, what did you say so please fix stick with us did i please <laughs> stick with us so please stick with us and uh we'll we promise we'll be bringing you more episodes uh sybil where can the people find you find me on the instagram sybil sybil chanel chanel um i am on uh twitter as well but uh, so yeah, I'm I'm doing a few things, man. I talked about a lovely triangle before. Uh, I think I talked about that group maybe in another episode. And at the top of this episode, I mentioned that I got a little four piece. Uh, we go by the name of Point Five. Yeah, right on, I'm trying to do some things, man. I'm right trying on. to do some things. And uh, where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Just look up Highly Heard. Highly we are heard. there. Highly yes. heard. 
uh, and yeah. on Twitter it's heard highly yeah yeah and uh, you can find me at rowansmithdesigns.com or at Rowan Smith Projects on Instagram and at MC No One K N O W O N E everywhere else. Yo, um, yeah. If you want to know what we sound like, check out our projects. Check out our groups. I have a band, a Lovely Triangle. We have a group that we're in together, together called uh, the Asylum Chorus. And as he mentioned, he is MC No One. Yeah, look us up. We're there, yeah, man. Uh, thank you for listening to the third episode ever of Highly Heard. We will third be bringing episode you more. of Highly Heard. <laughs> <laughs> On that note, uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. We'll be back. I'm ladies not drinking and dick milk. What? I said I'll try some shit, but I'm not drinking dick milk. <laughs> <laughs> not no. that chick. No. <laughs> Forgot oh. that was in my titties, right? And I'm, and I'm like, what and the? you got no bra today? Nah, no. And a tank top? Oh, I didn't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no fucks given. Free titty day. Free titty day. Because this thing doesn't, it, you know, it like blocks no, side boob a little hot bit. Out it if is. I had titties. Uh, uh-uh. uh. You're Bro. seeing them. You're seeing them. Bro. It's yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah. I gave up on underwear a couple months ago. Well, you know, I gave that up, what, two, three years ago? It's a seasonal thing. Like, I break out underwear, like, for the winter. But summertime. Winter is coming.